0: Everyone, today is Thursday, the twenty-third of June, twenty sixteen. This is the Gap episode three hundred and twenty-six. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Guroy's with me tonight. I am, and uh, we're having our post E3 hangover. Yep, is that correct. <laughs> Where That's correct? There's absolutely nothing to talk about.
1: Very, very little to talk about. Yes. After our um, three and a half hours of podcasting yep. last week, uh, epic. Yeah, and let's let's not like. It's not downplay it. I mean, you know, it's still going to be the best games podcast in the world, but uh, it, it might not be our usual, usual epic. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, is there anything that's happened since or, or from E3 that you've had some time to digest a little and have a think about it that you want to talk about or...?
1: Uh weeks. I was I I'll tell you I'll tell you some stuff from uh people who were there but couldn't make the podcast this week. Okay. Um Steve farrelly uh cuz we worked together at Red Bull. So he was over there, got back on Monday and uh Monday? No, he must have gotten back on Tuesday cuz he had to watch the Cavaliers destroy the Warriors uh, from an airport bar. So, uh, yeah, he must have got back on Chuzo, but uh, we were talking today. He was saying that on console, Call of Duty uh, Infinite Warfare mm-hmm. is not good. It is like as far away from as as like Ghosts level bad. Uh, yeah, so that's that's disconcerting. Mm hmm. Uh, and he reckons his game of show was is this the Star, star Trek? Track, right? Yeah right I saw this. Uh, yeah, he's got problems. <laughs> he I think he he believes in the the promise of it more than what they actually presented mm. but uh, he, he like in his mind if they can do something like the Kobayashi whatever the fuck it is, Kobayashi Maru. Uh, If they can do something like that and give players the ability to solve shit well out of the box, then it's just going to destroy everything. Uh, That remains to be seen, obviously. But uh, to hear him gush, if you were to listen to him gush about a a game, uh, his game of show would either be uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Dawn. or... uh, which he, he fucking loved like just couldn't couldn't stop going on about apparently the the robot dinosaurs all adhere to a proper ecology and they've like really overthought all that kind of shit which sounds amazing or the other the other one that he couldn't stop wanking on about was uh, Sea of Thieves yeah that's the, one of them as well oh. right uh, apparently it's spectacular like just all kinds of dumb shit. He was playing with um, who do you say he was playing with? Shit, I can't remember. Uh, whoever he was playing with, hmm. uh, they were he was he was driving their boat, uh, and they were up in the crow's nest, guiding them because you can't see out the front of the boat when the sails are down. So, they have to tell you left and right and stuff uh, while you're driving on the uh, main, the mast, no, no, fucking big wheelie thing. Um, and-, <laughs> and I think that's the official name, what they call it. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, and uh, yeah, they've got like, you've got three weapons, uh, three items on you, rather. You've got your sword, um, a plank of wood that you can use to repair your boat, and beer. And uh, whoever was up in the crow's nest started hammering the the beers, like just chugging them down, and got really drunk and fell out of the crow's nest. And uh, he had to steer the boat back to go get them, to uh, pick them up again. But he couldn't see where he was going, mm-hmm. and so he had to sort of they had to guide guide him to them from out of the boat while sharks were smoothing up and threatening to kill them. Okay sounds hilarious sounds like it's definitely a game right up our alley yeah uh because we're amazing at, at working together yeah obviously. what about you was there anything that you wanted to um
0: dig into? not really no 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 like i've re- read a couple previews and and whatnot but yeah i don't know um i guess i've had time to kind of he- hear a few things about like the new um like the the what are they calling it? The Xbox Scorpio Scorpio, or the- and how that kind of will go into yep. the ecosystem, and
1: yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm still a bit not sure about that now. Actually, actually, there is something. Uh, sorry, what were you going to say? Sorry, I, no, I, I just, literally I just, just it struck me. But you, yeah, you go. Yeah, I just I, I'm not 100 percent sure on it at the
0: moment. Like what, um, you know, how they're going to work that into the market and kind of make it sort of. Yeah, relevant. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to, like, it's just a new, uh, like, a a little bit more powerful, not a little bit, a lot more powerful, but but still keeping that existing user base going. Um, yeah, yeah. What they're going to do, like, how they're going to split it? Yeah, it just still interests me. What they're going to, what their plan is for that one.
1: Right. Yeah, I, don't, I I don't really get how it's supposed to work either. To be honest, like how they're supposed to control it, really. Because it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I yeah, I don't know. The, as a as a game plan, I'm just not really seeing it right now. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. What we got? I was going to say uh, one thing that I was thinking that I think a lot. Like maybe people aren't really considering because uh, Legend of Zelda was obviously something that I uh, was genuinely surprised about mm-hmm. and like unbelievably excited uh, to check out but um, it reminds me it, it's reminded me that to cover that game if you want to make a video My you'll have to is, yeah Nintendo gets all the money right <laughs> yeah. that's that's been on like it hasn't been a problem so far because everything they've had it has been shit but like that's some that's some shit, huh? Like it's gonna be pretty important soon because that goofy fucking exclusivity fucking give us all your money deal. Yeah, like yeah, I'm going. I am going to. I am going to definitely make videos and challenge the fuck out of them over it. Uh, well, and I'm gonna like because I I re- I refuse to have them not allow me to present criticism of their game if like they're getting money for it that's horseshit it's definitely fair use so they can f- get fucked some bullshit yeah
0: I think that sort of stuff is okay but when you start venturing into the other things which they're trying to control a bit more that's when it becomes a problem mm. of having to submit their content through their their partner program uh, their, that, their shitty partner program where you have to uh, you know get your content verified by them That takes, like, two days to do. And by that stage, most of your impressions have already gone through. So, Nintendo's the one making that money anyway. Like, and you're not getting anything for it. (laughs) It's just a really bad, greedy system that they've
1: set up. Yeah, absolutely. It's garbage. Um, And, yeah, I'd I'd sort of forgotten. Uh, It, like, literally just sort of dawned on me... uh, at the sort of end of it, hmm. like, how bad is that gonna be? Fuck them. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm still gonna make, like, I'm unbelievably excited for Zelda. Uh, what is it? Breath of the Wild. So, sure. Yeah. I'm, I'll get into that. Fuck yeah. Cool. There you go. There you go. Uh, you got a new graphics card. I did get a new graphics card, I installed it this morning. Yeah, how'd that go? Uh, the ins- installation was fine. Uh, that was like plug and play. It uses less power than my 780, uh, which was probably the uh, toughest part for me because I'm like, no, 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 no. It can't. It can't use less power. Why? Where's the other power plug? I must not be able to power it properly. And then I checked out and it's fine. Okay. Um fair enough uh, the other problem is that it doesn't have two DBI ports <laughs> so I'm down to one monitor at the moment so I can oh. get a fucking HDMI to DVI cable
0: yeah a lot of them come with HDMI these days and then like, one display port usually
1: yeah but my old ass fucking monitors unfortunately only rock the DVI. so yeah gotta get that uh, that's a pain but that's okay I can sort that out at, uh, at JB Hi-Fi. That's too easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so once you know, once I got through that slight problem, uh, yeah, now I'm rocking 1070. So I bought the GeForce 1070 last Friday when I was drunk. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were playing something. We we're playing. We we're playing games, and uh, yeah, getting ultra drunk. Uh, I woke up on Saturday fucking rough as guts and I worked it out. It wasn't the booze. Like, I did polish off three quarters of a bottle of vodka. Uh, but it wasn't that that made me feel so rough. It was because I was drinking it with fucking... I didn't have any mixes. Like, I wasn't actually planning on drinking. Uh, but Luke was in fine form and I couldn't, couldn't you know, allow you to be the uh, only one drinking while we were playing drunk video games. Hmm. So, uh, i polished off two beers and then i'm like oh fuck what am i gonna drink all right i got three quarters of a bottle of vodka fuck it uh let's let's smash that and then so i, I pour the vodka and then I go to get something out of the fridge and i'm like okay we've got nothing to mix it with uh so i, I was mixing it with cordial uh and I'm pretty sure it was the sugar. The sugar was what made me feel so fucking rotten the next day. Um, and then it was either that or I found a bottle of juice that I bought to make punch when we had Christmas lunch. Okay. So six-month-old juice. <laughs> and I was mixing vodka with that so it usually I don't know. usually lasts a while though, right a while right i don't know if 6 months is too long i was actually by that point um not really capable of reading the tiny best before writing and i still haven't bothered to look because i'm scared It's best before uh, job drinks it all yep <laughs> yep that is the best time to have it but uh yeah so uh yeah i was i was getting pretty blotto to be honest and uh yeah I decided to jump on PC Case Gear. I think you pointed out. You pointed out or Drew pointed out that, um, that PC Case Gear was actually selling the uh, 1070 at that point. They had some in stock. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And I jumped on and I did it. Punched it. And uh, yeah, I had to put it on my credit card because still no motherfucker would pay me. But I got paid this week, so, uh, hey, it didn't stay on my credit card for too long, which is okay. Yeah, and you can put it through uh, as tax, right? Just before... Right, yep, just before the end of June. So, yeah, it's a tax write-off. Perfect. I get some cornice points because I bought it on my credit card. And, yeah, I got a new graphics card. Pretty good. Uh, it was $790, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm going to get 30 bucks back because... Uh I I got it delivered by Star Trek. Yeah. And Star Trek did not actually deliver it. Uh Star Trek sent a uh like the I was tracking it. I I woke up I think it was yesterday. Uh yeah, I woke up yesterday and I'm like, holy shit, it's being delivered like I've Updating, like refreshing the fucking uh, tracking info the entire time, and like eight forty rolls around, and it's like on board for delivery. I'm like fuck yeah! And then at twelve forty, while I'm sitting at my computer eating my lunch, it fucking updates again, and it's like I attempted delivery could not deliver. I'm like ah uh, fucking what? i, I literally i'm literally less than a meter away from my intercom so this dude <laughs> did not buzz even a little bit uh to try and get me to come down he just put popped a, a slip in my in the mail and then uh yeah yeah fuck it we're good we're okay i'm gonna go get lunch it's twelve i'm going and then he jumped it at strawberry hills post office i live in zetland's For people who aren't from the fucking, I don't know, inner Sydney, um, who have no idea what these fucking uh, suburbs mean, uh, that's three suburbs away. There are, I counted, I jumped on fucking Google Maps, I counted, there are ten post offices closer (laughs) to me than the fucking Strawberry Hills post office, (laughs) but I've worked out why he sent it there. It's because it's right next to Star Trek's HQ. So this motherfucker was like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to eat lunch. I'll just say I couldn't deliver it. Fuck it. And uh, pops a slip in and drives on back to to get his lunch at headquarters <laughs> and uh, dumps it at the post office next door because if he'd put it back in the depot, if he'd put it back, kept it at Star Trek, then he would have had to then go and make the delivery again. Hmm. So if it's at a post office, they can't make the delivery. It, by law. The person who is responsible for it has to pick it up. But... If it's at Star Trek Depot, they're still in control of it, and so he'd have to deliver it. So he's just basically he's failed to deliver on multiple levels, on multiple meanings of that term, hmm. and that's what I said to them in my complaint email, my very lengthy complaints email, where I went on and on and on, and I used many puns, um, a lot of puns about failing to deliver. Um, yeah. And yeah I was you know it's it's as complaint letters go it's it's pretty good it's it's got a lot of uh, circumstantial evidence but it's solid it's convincing evidence I mean it's like oh you know he uh failed to deliver it at 12:40 he uh delivered it to the uh the post office next to the headquarters oh that's the other thing the star trek depot the business depot is a 10 minute walk from is that from my house mm-hmm so I could have actually walked there instead. Like I could have, instead of the headquarters, I could have walked to the Star Trek. No, didn't didn't even do that. He just he just literally did not give a fuck about doing his job yesterday. where and and so he just wrote it off. He was like, "Fuck it." Um, so I complained significantly when I got to Strawberry Hills uh, Post Office. They were like, "Oh, uh, if you live in Zetland." Why is your package here? I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, um, Zetland. And some lady behind the chick who was serving me at the counter yells out, Zetland! And then she runs off. And then the lady at the counter runs off. And I was pretty concerned. And then they come back with my package. And they're like, oh, my God. We had put everything that was supposed to go to Zetland on a truck to go to Zetland post office. So you're so. It was just about to leave. You're so lucky that you got here. I'm like, no, you're lucky that I got here because if you sent it to the Zetland Post Office, I would have been livid. And they're like, oh well, don't be mad at us. I'm like, oh, I'm not, I would be mad in general, just mad in general that I had come all this way and then you had sent it somewhere else. But I am glad to have my package. Thank you very much. And they're like do you think we should not send the other stuff? I'm like, you, no, don't send the other stuff. Take everything off the truck to Zetland. Don't send anything to Zetland. Star Trek has told everyone it's here. You're just going to have to deal with it. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, it was an ordeal. Sounds but like I got you. it eventually. <laughs> I got the card. I couldn't install it last night because I was too busy watching uh, Queensland destroy New South Wales at the state of origin again.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and building Lego. I was at Nate's house building Lego we're building the Lego tumbler Uh, the the Batman the the Batman it's huge it's ridiculous it's like just massive Uh, we only got we nearly finished the base of (laughs) the cockpit (laughs) in the hour and a half that we spent doing it Uh, the 90 page book that is book one of nine <laughs> in, yeah. uh, in the construction of the Batman Tumblr. So that's never getting finished. <clears throat> Maybe not. <laughs> but yes, so install the 1070. Uh, yeah, fucking 110 frames in Slitherio. Uh, that's all you need then, right? You're done. Right? Done. I'm finished, man. I like, don't like, I'm need now you know at Slitherio. Like, fuck it. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Good time. It's, yeah. it's you didn't try, like, Siege or Battlefield? No, nah, no. Nah, I, don't, I don't play games like that anymore. I only play Slytherio. Um, yeah, no, I did play. I, I played some Siege. I played some Overwatch. Uh, Overwatch is now all on Ultra, but it's designed for consoles, so I couldn't notice any difference at all. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but Siege looks better. Siege looks even better, which is awesome. Um, it was already, like, I think it was nearly Ultra, but... Yeah, just perfect now, which is cool. And I played some Dead by Daylight on it, and it still looks like a Unity game, even though it's inexplicably running on Unreal Engine (laughs) Four. That game is ugly. Like I, I love its pieces, but it's ugly as fuck. Uh, uh, Yeah, that's about it. That's about all I got. I did play something else. I can't remember what it was. Nah, doesn't matter. Should we talk about Battlefield? About Battlefield, uh, we, we got back into it, right? So, basically, what what happened is Nate and I were sitting there after the EA press conference and we watched Battlefield 1 and we got such massive erections, <laughs> they were like, you know what, fuck it, let's play Battlefield 4. And so, we were playing Battlefield 4 and then we wrote, did we rope you in first or do we rope? No, I think we wrote, Heath Heath it took, it took me first. a while, we wrote Heath in and then we wrote, uh. Fiarin in, and then you're in, and Drew's in. Ah, uh, oh, Drew was the first one we roped in, actually. Then, then, then Heath. But yes, um, so then, yeah, we got a fucking full crew. We got a full crew for Battlefield. And it's just amazing. Like, it's just. From what I remember it being at launch, which was a subpar experience, to where it is now, a couple of years later. Holy fuck, I am just enjoying it so much it's such a spectacular rendition of the action movie sort of situation that they've always uh, like aspired for and it does it also makes me realize just how far battlefront fucked Like mm-hmm. uh, just how far of the mark battlefront was because it's not like battlefront definitely looks better like graphically battlefront is better battlefield four does the like just affects you as a player so much better uh when like a chopper explodes overhead or like a tank shell zips past you like past your head and misses you by millimeters you just it's because of the sound design and because of the way it like utilizes screen shaking and graphics in general that uh you just like you react physically i react physically i know that uh like i will fucking duck back when a fucking tank barely misses me from taking my fucking head apart uh yeah it's just fantastic man like yeah i i cannot wait for battlefield one it's going to be spectacular but uh battlefield four for now is totally totally uh keeping me involved with mm. the the franchise is fucking fantastic right now and it's on the cheap which is cool yeah. uh yeah
0: uh when but, you yeah. when you jumped in did you have like a bajillion cases to open
1: yeah yeah <laughs> so many fucking cases man
0: yeah i've got like 34 different scopes now <laughs> from opening all
1: of them i sat there yeah i sat there at lunch once uh and i had like rick and morty up on one screen watching and on the other screen i was just fucking opening cases for 25 minutes or whatever however long fucking rick and morty takes to finish
0: Mm.
1: like 22 minutes yeah just 22 minutes of opening fucking cases and i wasn't even looking at what was in them i was just opening cases non-stop
0: i I didn't understand what was going on i was like oh do i have some like some sort of weird (laughs) dlc bullshit like what's happening (laughs) Because you don't even have premium do you i do have it now Ah, okay. I picked it up because you guys are like, Oh my premium. So yes. Yeah. I have premium now. Uh we just haven't jumped in to play that yet.
1: Well yeah. I'm down. I'm down to clown anytime, Charlie Brown.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I only played that one Operation Locker, right? Yeah, where I just fucking destroyed everybody.
1: You are ruining. It is sorta of, that that map is sorta of up your wheelhouse, really. It's sort of yeah, tight corners, close quarter combat. A lot of, yeah, just murdering motherfuckers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I didn't know what my buttons were, so that didn't help much either. Toads. All I knew what to do was uh, mouse left click and mouse right click and yep. move. That's really all I, I yeah. needed at that stage. Yep.
1: Yeah, it works. Uh, yeah. You, <laughs> I
0: was like, where's the fucking, what? am I a medic or an engineer?
1: I don't yeah, know but you know. don't even unlocked half the shit, right? Like, you yeah. didn't- yeah.
0: All I had was the, the med pack that I could throw on the ground.
1: The very basic one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, that's cool. I, I like it. It runs awesome as well. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, they've optimized it as well over a series of fucking patches. And, um, yeah, when Nate and I play together, we just, we utterly ruin. It is, like, gross how much we destroy motherfuckers um i get salty when I, I keep getting killed over and over and over again um but yeah when we're like you know a big 64 player map full server everyone's just fucking there's chaos going everywhere and nate and i are on point like fuck it's just it's yeah the amount of times we've got an a squad despite only being two people in the squad ridiculous it's really good fun um yeah and, yeah, it runs fucking awesome now, which is cool. Perfect for getting back into Battlefield ahead of Battlefield 1. Yeah.
0: Definitely.
1: Yep. Uh, except it takes up a lot of fucking room, eh? Oh, it's 65 gigabytes. I had to fucking – had to go through and delete stuff. Like, I, I installed it on one of my big hard drives because I wasn't, like, certain how much we were going to play it. Hmm. Um, but I've moved it across to an SSD, and I had to do some – some heavy-duty pruning to make sure it actually fit on the SSD. Because, yeah. yeah. I by um, having 512 gigs worth of SSD in my computer, there's not that much room. Yeah, I had to go through and, and clear some because I was installing the, um, mm. the maps.
0: Oh, yep. And it was coming up being like, you don't have enough room. And I was like, all right, well, I'll delete this. And then it got like halfway through one and was like, you still don't have enough room. (laughs) So how big are these fucking maps? So like six gig each, each map pack. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then there was like six or seven map packs. So uh, I I think I deleted Heroes of the Storm or something like that. I haven't really played that in a while. So yeah, anyway, Anyway. Uh, it's good. It's good. Good fun. Something to do. Um you know, other than play Siege every once in
1: a while. Which is yep. what we've been doing. A new patch dropped. New yeah, patch. I yest- played that yesterday. this afternoon. But yes, it was playable yesterday. Hmm. Uh it's pretty cool. Yeah, so they've buffed uh two of the uh
0: one one of the heroes that was the second least used hero, but also uh the other one was one that had a really low win rate. Um so they buffed those two.
1: So, who was who in that? Uh,
0: I believe the second uh, least used one was uh, uh, Capcan, who puts traps up around the uh, windows and doors. Yep. And then Mute is uh, the hero or operator who puts down, uh, like, disruptors that kind of stop um, certain devices from working, like drones and... um, uh, what do you put on the walls? A fucking... Breach charges. Breaching charges and yeah. other things like that. It stops him from working. So uh, he was the one that was had a really poor win rate. Right. Um, something like that. I think it was something with his win rate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and um, so they, they buffed those two. With uh, Capcan. they've basically put his traps that he can put on windows and doors. Um, they've removed the hook that shows that the other side of the... Uh, the door frame or window that he's put it on um, mm. which basically like sticks out it used to be this really huge hook so they've removed that from the other side of the door or window so that people entering can't see it when they get there because the veteran players know what to look for so that was mainly the reason why he never got picked uh, they also made it so that the laser beam is a little bit um, harder to see yep. um, so that goes from one side of the window or doorframe to the other uh, and then the other big changes that they made to the him is that you can actually put the trap anywhere on the window or door frame now as opposed yep. to it which is kind of going in one spot all the time so you can put it either really low to the ground or, or high up in the you know the, the top of the door or towards the middle basically like anywhere you want so it um it means that there's a bit more variety um, for the the uh, the attackers have to kind of look a bit harder and, and try and be more aware of what's going on when he's around, which is really good. It, it, it basically not only buffs him, but it makes other heroes a lot more um, necessary as well, which is really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, IQ was buffed with the introduction of Valkyrie mm-hmm. already, um, but like now she is critical. We were talk- Nate and I were talking about while we we're playing this afternoon, and uh, I'm pretty like I'm pretty sure IQ is now an essential hero. You cannot go anywhere, uh, go into a game without her like. She is now as important as Thermite uh, to the point where yeah, if you are picking something that you want to be, and your team doesn't have an IQ and you're going to be responsible, then you should pick fucking IQ. In my opinion, <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> because. She detects. She detects uh, pulse. She detects Valk cameras, and she detects the now very fucking difficult to see cat can traps. Yeah, uh, it's like yeah, it's just so important now. Hmm. Um, and on the opposite side, on the defensive side, there are now, based, uh, in my opinion, you can make an argument that there are four critical defenders. But at least three I mean I don't see how you don't go with Rook every single time obviously Um, I don't see how you don't go with Valkyrie every single time Mm -hmm. Uh, and I don't see how you go without Mute anymore Um, I think Mute is yeah super important Um, and yeah I think you could make an argument that Capcan at least while people are still getting used to his traps yeah uh, yeah, I think he's an like uh, essential defender now, which is yeah. crazy. Right, he's, like, good, he's good at
0: slowing down
1: like now. Uh, yeah, sort of and, like what Frost was. Yeah, and you can set up some like uh, I was doing it uh, on the new map. Um, border, border. Mm-hmm. Uh, you put one on a door. Yeah, next to a window. And when you hear IQ, like sort of she'll scan it and then she'll aim and, and take a shot at the, at the like she'll shoot it out. But to get in an angle to shoot it out, she has to walk next to the window basically. And as soon as you hear it get taken out, you just fucking open up on that window and down she goes. Yeah. Uh, you, so you can, yeah, you can absolutely work around that shit, which is awesome. Um, like use it to create traps, and the knowledge, the information war is now at its peak, in my opinion. Because IQ is your if you're if you're gaming against IQ, gaming against Capcan, then that is exactly where it should be. That is fucking perfection, in my opinion. Uh, it's multiple levels of you can't see the other player, and you know exactly where they are based on how they're they're you know playing the game which is fantastic it's awesome okay
0: yeah um so it says here uh capcan had the fourth weakest win ratio right and second lowest pick rate uh yep. mute had the fifth lowest pick rate and right. the second lowest kill death average and second uh, lowest win rate
1: mm,
0: wow yeah so that's the reason for those those buffs that they've said um so with mute what they've done is uh yeah he disrupts everything but they've made his uh the radius on the actual device larger. So uh with what that means is basically you can put those devices in really uh good spots that will stop drones from coming, coming through and kind of getting a uh you know in a good position. Uh but also you can now put them in certain spots that like the people that are attacking can no longer shoot them from under a door. So you can have it behind a wall now and it'll still block the actual entrance of the door,
1: which is really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's just such a such a good patch and they've done such a good job with it, which is awesome. Yeah, still no word
0: yeah, on what they're I doing with, with things like um, with the cheating and whatnot, but... Yeah, I, I guess that's a hard one for them to kind of get into. Uh, yeah, but the rest of the stuff they put in there was kind of basically bug fixes and whatnot, um, and some some stuff about team killing and how that works. Uh, but yeah, cap and mute were the two big buffs and, and whatnot. So it seems like they kind of every sort of patch they bring out, they're they're tinkering around with each person. Uh, which is cool, so I, I think in the next patch we'll probably see uh, something similar with some of the other operators, particularly um, the lesser-used ones, by mm. the way they're going about it.
1: Yeah, I don't know how they make other... I don't, I don't know what they do now, though. Man, like, I don't know what options they have left. Yeah, cause because we're kind of talking about
0: it, how you can fix that sort of
1: stuff, but... Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, 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 man absolutely Um, I should point out though hey uh, I called I called the fucking CAPCAN thing in an article four months ago Mm -hmm. four months ago and now they have implemented four of the things I wrote I said they needed to implement out of the five that I said they needed to implement what was the fifth one Uh, fuck I can't remember Um, it's unlikely I think it was anti-cheat Oh. Like, robust anti-cheat. Um, I think so. But that might have been too obvious for me to actually say. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Nathan and I were playing a bunch last night, and we were going the Home Alone approach, where we he'd go uh, Capcan and I'd go Frost. Oh, and yeah. just put traps down all over the place. Nice. Quite entertaining. Because <laughs> uh, we were watching, like, uh, actual people getting killed by Capcan traps, which was amazing, because... Yep. that never happens
1: no yeah no, really, it doesn't happen to people anymore uh, like even as, as a defender going through the fucking lasers they are they are much much fainter than they used to be that is some f- that is a good fucking change man I think mm. they've done a good job with that shit um, the fifth was that overtime isn't represented properly in the game and they need to fix that
0: uh, overtime yeah yeah, uh, the, the way, way overtime works, just like randomly, g- either attacking or you think there should be one each. Do de-
1: like uh, one defense and one attack? No, I mean like when the like the round ends. Uh, if the attacker has grabbed the hostage, mm-hmm. but they haven't yet made it to the extraction area, if they've got the hostage in hand, mm-hmm. then it's then overtime. these ki- kicks in. Yeah, um, there's nothing like that for defenders, and so. It's still a case of if they haven't started bashing the diffuser before a quarter of the diffuser timer is left. Yeah. Then there's literally no chance for them to actually destroy the diffuser. So it's actually technically over by then. They're not afforded any overtime at all for having started to diffuse. And I don't have a specific problem with that. I just think it's represented incorrectly in the game because they like there is 100% a point of no return, a point of pointlessness in the game that yeah isn't represented by the game properly. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think they need to fix it. <laughs> But, yeah. Yeah. It's a good patch. Anyway, it is, yes. Yeah, hopefully um,
0: we uh, should see, I guess, an increase of uh, more players again when the the uh, Steam cell kicks in tomorrow. Yeah. I'm sure that'll um, get some more people in there, which is good. Just, yeah. Anyway. Yep. Um, what
1: else is on the list? Uh, what is... Yoke Watch, Yokai Watch. Wib-wob. I don't know what Yokai Watch is. I've heard people talking about it. I think it's a DS game or some shit. Okay. But I've been playing Yokai Watch Wibwob. Yep, of course you have. Which is a mobile game. Uh, it's sort of like a match three sort of game, match three puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also got like it's it's reminiscent of Puzzle Quest because you're sort of you're matching similar coloured things with one another. And, like, by doing that, you attack an enemy. And the enemy attacks you over time as well. And so you, you're trying to race against them attacking you. So that's that's how that game works. And it's got, like, collection mechanics. I don't know. Maybe Yokai kai Watch is, like, Pokemon or something. I have no idea. Because you collect all these... Uh, uh, maybe Wibwabs. Maybe they're Wib-Worbs that you're collecting. I don't know. I don't know where Wibwab... I don't know where any of this fucking... I know one word in the title of this fucking game: watch. Watch, yeah. And as far as I can tell, you don't get a watch, nor do you have a watch. So I don't actually know how the word "watch" works in the context of the title. Um, but the rest of it is gibberish. So I don't know, man. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty uh, weird, but it's it's a good fun game. Like there, it's free to play. Mm-hmm. um and it's just a time killer i had to stop playing um i think i've reached the point in um battleborn tap where <laughs> where i've i've solved it and it turns out it's not that much fun unfortunately there's not that much going on in it unfortunately because it seems like there's a pretty hefty bug that then they've fixed uh where in uh the heroes that you get early on will never be able to represent their actual proper DPS properly mm-hmm. uh, once you reach, like, level stage 120 or so, uh, which makes progress beyond 126-ish just really fucking sluggish. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Kind of done done with it, which is a bummer. But I got yo Watch Wibwob instead, so you know on onwards and upwards uh yeah free game you can connect yokai watch to it it seems but i don't know why you would or how you would or what that would do or what yokai watch is, or literally anything apart from matching colored things on a screen and then using that to attack weird little blob things so yeah so there you go right yep that sounds amazing it's, it's good fun you should play it no why not why not <laughs> don't you don't to... have it bro. what are you playing on the toilet at the moment nothing uh, nothing no I just... what's the, what, why do you even go to the toilet then what's the fucking point of your life so I can eat more uh, yeah fair enough yeah um, Total War Warhammer
0: you've been playing that is this the oh, Total War Warhammer this
1: is the one that just come out like a couple weeks ago that, yes. that Nathan was playing right Yes, it is. Uh, I played this. I, I got it yesterday, installed it uh, while I was waiting for Star Trek to come back and tell me which fucking post office they decided to send my fucking uh, card to. And, um, yeah, was playing it. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. I like the mixture of magic and stuff. Like, I was playing on on YouTube, and clearly uh, I was goofing off. I was playing as the Chaos, and I was just sort of uh, Zerg rushing shit. (laughs) Like, suicide running at everything, and it worked. It actually worked really well for the first four battles. And then uh, they got some ranged units and started to destroy me. Uh, But, uh, yeah, like, I can see... I can see the appeal 100%. Like, it's got... It basically takes the Total War formula, uh, which I think I most recently enjoyed in Rome 2. uh, And I didn't really enjoy Rome 2 all that much. But, uh, like, the one I remember, the classic Total War experience is Rome 1. Um, But it just melds Warhammer into it, which is fantastic. It's Mm. awesome. I played an initial battle as the Empire or Imperials or whatever the fuck they are, but then I jump straight into being a Chaos Warrior because I've got the code for Chaos Warrior uh, DLC. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh yeah, fuck it, I'm going to be Chaos, but I might start over again as the Empire because the Chaos dudes, they don't seem to stop. Like, they don't. They just keep moving. They never really settle, and so it seems like it's a bit above my pay grade at this point uh, considering uh, I'm not really 100% down with the mechanics of the game yeah yeah, yeah. does that make sense?
0: yeah I guess so I, I've never played them so I <laughs>
1: I've seen screenshots and that's about it well it, like, it sort of translates the Warhammer concept brilliantly mm. because like you positioning of your army and battle tactics and all that kind of stuff it's all ultra important and so being able to draw in your enemies and then surround them is super super important Um, and yeah it sort of follows along with that stuff so uh, if you can take out their ranged units um, before they take you out then uh, you're in a really good position. So you want to you want to blast in and take out the ranged guys, and then use the people who took out the range to sort of get around the back flank, and uh, yeah, kill, kill the enemy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So cool. Yep.
0: But you're not that far in then. No, definitely you're still not. like uh, in your first uh,
1: battle. I'm right? starting. I'm starting over. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm. I was like five or six battles in oh, okay. when I decided I'm going to start over as the Empire. But is there like a story to it or like does there it is start if you play out really early? <laughs> yeah, the, there is if you play as the Empire. Okay. There's a bit of a story. Yeah. Mm. But it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, if you want a tactics game, a, like a battle tactics game, mm-hmm. then it's one to play. It's not like an RTS. Yeah.
0: I might check it out. Uh, like I've heard really good things about it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see.
1: It is a fantastic translation of the two concepts: the Total War concept and the Warhammer concept, and it blends them together really well. From my experience so far, so mm. pretty cool. Right? Yeah. Uh, Overwatch
0: is snuck back on here. Yep, uh, I've
1: been playing it as well. Ah, uh, oh yeah, I've I uh. I installed the public test realm.
0: Yeah. I heard about this
1: to try out the competitive side of things. And, uh, yeah, it's okay. You can only play on us servers at the moment if you're playing on the public test realm, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to check it out to get an idea of what they have in store. Yep. Uh, obviously I've been playing normal Overwatch as well. I play with just random friends. If they want to play, I'll play a game but I, I'm now at a point where I won't play on my own anymore. Um, but, yeah, I'm writing some stuff for Red Bull about the upcoming competitive mode. So I uh, decided to check it out on the public test realm, and it's interesting. Uh, it takes itself very seriously. Um, so basically what they're doing is it's a ranked competitive mode uh, a la basically every other game like dota or whatever the fuck i think it it's a poster like comparisons i've read about uh it draws very heavily on the dota model more than anything else Mm -hmm. um and yeah basically you attack uh the other team attacks and depending on how well you go Uh, it determines whether or not you need overtime or not and it doesn't do stopwatch they still will not do stopwatch Mm. which I strongly disagree with I don't think that having you play on a map having them play on a random map and then yeah playing on a different map like overtime if both if the attackers win twice like if the attackers win and then you switch sides and then the attackers win the game will just randomly assign you over time. We'll just randomly assign you. And one, one person will be the attackers and the other person will be the defenders, but you've already seen that the attackers have a fucking advantage. So the defenders would be destined to lose that contest. Mm -hmm. Right. But they won't do stopwatch. Stopwatch is where uh, I attack and I succeed in four minutes and you attack and you succeed in three and a half minutes. And that means you win. Mm hmm. That makes sense, yeah. But they won't do it because it's anticlimactic. If you attacked first and you won in three and a half minutes, then as soon as it hit three and a half minutes on my game and I had failed to win, then game over. And people, and according to Jeff Kaplan, that's anticlimactic and it's not what they want to happen. But it's got like it, that is actually fair. So I don't understand why that's a problem. And lots of games have fucking. Time limits. So oh. why is this a problem? Because it's too casual. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know. Yeah. Which I think is fine. Like they need a ranked mode in there, and it should be a bit more hardcore.
1: I think so. Yeah. And yeah. So what if it can't be ultra climactic? Like games. Some sometimes games aren't. Uh huh. Sometimes games do end in a sort of dull way. Right. Mm -hmm. Like Cleveland beating the Warriors Ended in a sort of dull way (laughs) Didn't it? You didn't think so? The most exciting thing about that game was When Kyrie hit a fucking Three like a minute beforehand Hmm. Didn't the Warriors not score any Points for the last four and a half fucking minutes Yeah something like that Like that's anticlimactic surely Like obviously the defense was fantastic But like fuck Come on that's that's anticlimactic yeah um yeah I don't know it's just it's just they're so adamant adamant that they will not do stopwatch but they aren't offering up any alternative there's no alternative available uh if they can come up with one fucking I'll eat croak awesome like fucking good for them for solving a puzzle that modders of the team fortress and team fortress 2 community never fucking solved right like stopwatch works for is is the fucking norm for a reason because it works really well. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Anyway. I think they're they're being unbelievably stubborn. But it's just Blizzard's way. Like Blizzard always thinks they know best. Yeah. Ridiculous. Until they
0: put out Diablo (laughs) three.
1: That's true. Oh, I forgot something else on the list. Fuck. I've actually played a bunch of games. LawBreakers. LawBreakers. While we're talking about Hero Shooters, LawBreakers is is, uh, the one that Cliffy B's been working on. Boss Keys Studios is one that uh, Nate talked about. Yeah, old crop duster. Oh, the old crop duster Cliffy B. Um, And, yeah, so this is is his new one. It's based on the Unreal Engine 4. Uh, It looks really nice. It's, like, very high movement speed game like you're moving very fucking fast uh and it revolves around that sort of concept of uh it differentiates skill by uh by giving players the tools to move faster if that makes sense yep um and so even like the slower character is able to sort of rocket jump his way into action, which is really cool. Uh, but yeah, like there's an assassin chick and she's got the least amount of damage, but she's able to zip around the fucking map with a grappling hook. And, uh, some of the shit I was able to do by the end of the fucking alpha session, uh, like if that's what I was able to do by the end of the alpha session which I could only play a couple of hours on of because it started at fucking 2am um, then yeah like with actual playing it properly and giving it a red hot go uh, I'll be able to fucking do anything it just feels really natural the way it like allows you to grapple around the fucking the game world and it snaps on and like so what i I was doing stuff like i'd zip out of my uh spawn area and i'd grapple across grapple off the edge of the map and then i'd grapple onto a wall on the side of the map map, still hovering out over empty space then i'd swing around and uh, i'd be able to swing around to their spawn (laughs) and i could do it really fucking quick uh and suddenly yeah i'm there on top of their spawn basically behind them because they're not looking they're looking into the uh into the conflict area and they're not looking at their own spawn and yeah there i am behind them fucking them up it's fantastic uh that shit's really cool uh the biggest problem i had was that uh by the end of the fucking alpha everyone was just using the minigun so there's a minigun chick and Mm -hmm. she's able to like sort of fly around And uh, her big, like, special move. Everyone has an ultimate ultimate because it's a hero shooter, I guess. Um, And her ultimate is she flies up and she smashes down and she does huge splash damage. Yep. Um, Yeah. Her minigun, uh, when it's... Once it, like, gets to full charge, it starts to really shred every single other character. Uh, But... The trick is if you've got five miniguns on your team, then you don't really need to wait for it to get to full charge. And when it gets to full charge, everything dies immediately. It's just minced. And so it just wound up being a case of both teams would just have all minigun chicks and it'd just be a case of, yeah, trying to get three of them nearby one another at the same time. And then you walk in and you just spit out as many bullets as possible uh, and that was it like whichever team managed to win that conflict would go on to win yeah so uh, yeah I mean that's the purpose of an alpha though right like they need to balance mm-hmm. basically the minigun chick um, and they'll work it out soon but uh, they haven't worked it out yet obviously and yeah so that's you know I don't know it needs it needs work obviously but uh, I like the concept I like I also like the the game mode where you've got a ball in the middle and you grab the ball, you take it back to your base and you've got to charge it. Once it hits 100%, uh, either team can have the ball in their base mm-hmm. so if I get it to 25% and you steal it and take it to your base it'll start at 25% and if I get it all the way to 100 and then you steal it, then you have it from 100 and we've only got the time, like the overtime amount of time to get it back. And so you got twenty seconds once it hits a hundred percent to get it back, and yeah, it turns into a pretty hectic uh, sort of si- single flag capture the flag, which can is you cool. Throw it? No, oh. I couldn't work out how. Um, it'd be cool if you could throw it. Yeah, but, but like, I, yeah, you can. I was able to like zip around with it as the zipline chick, the grappling hook chick. So I was able to use that to really fucking go for some sweet epic steals and shit. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, Lawbreakers. There you go.
0: There you um, go. That's... I think they're going to do quite a few more um, betas for that as
1: well. There's well, another one this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'll be involved with this the one this weekend because it's starting and ending really early in the morning and I can't be fucked
0: yeah hmm. stuff that um, yep. I want to talk about Dead by Daylight
1: totally so
0: uh, I think you spoke about it briefly last week it had just come out right yep um, so this is the four versus one survival game where uh, four people play as survivors and one per- person plays as a killer yep uh, it's set on different maps which are sort of um, like the environments are sort of each one is the same well every time you do it but it's got random bits in it every time uh, yeah so there are four
1: different environments but yeah the maps themselves are sort of yeah randomly uh, generated yep. a bit semi randomly generated yeah yeah hmm. Um. so the basic idea is uh, the
0: survivors need to get to these generators spread out throughout the environment uh, activate five of them and then find the exit Meanwhile, the killer is going around trying to stop them from doing this um, and, and he has to attack them using their uh, using their weapon and after hitting them twice... Uh, after hitting them uh, the first time, they go into an injured state and then from the injured state, they go into a, like a, a bleeding state where you can pick them up as the killer and put them on hooks or just leave them to bleed on the ground and kind of bait other survivors out to, to come to the area. Um... Yeah, and it's kind of like a game of cat and mouse, basically, um, hmm. while the survivors run around and do what they need to. That's a pretty simple idea of it, but I've played about 20 hours over the last week. Um, I've gotten right into it. With um, The majority of the time I've spent is actually being the killer because uh, yep. uh, yeah, it just seemed like I, like i was having fun as the the survivors but i thought oh, i'm gonna give the killers a go and see what what happens and yeah i've spent a uh, majority of my time running around as that and that, that's kind of cool um yeah. yeah and so each time you kind of finish a, a mission or a, a mode you get points based off of um whether you're a survivor or a a killer um and they've each got their own little like a score that they've got to try and meet so if you're a survivor it depends on um you know completing objectives uh sort of getting away from the killer um you know being like uh helping other players like cooperative type thing uh also searching the area finding trying to find items that sort of stuff whereas the killer gets points for hitting people um being like devious setting traps uh you um what else is there Uh, sacrificing people so you put them on hooks and you get points for that um so you're basically trying to get points in the end and then from getting all those points you use them to unlock uh more items within the game that help you uh do other things so there's like a leveling up mechanic in there as well which is pretty cool yeah so i've been playing a bunch of that we tried to jump in and um and play as like a group of people but unfortunately there's no uh friend system in there as of yet mm-hmm. it's something they'll be working on that they've said that they'll implement really soon so what we found to, to basically uh to try and do it was either which seemed to work as either a group of two or three was the best bet was to just hit find at the same time and hopefully end up in the same lobby as yep. each other uh, and if we didn't just quit <laughs> just yeah. keep constantly doing that lobby hopping yeah it worked um, you know every once in a while uh, but yeah. otherwise if we had a, a decent group of like four people or five people then we yeah. would just jump into a private game and just do that for a while which is
1: kind of fun as well I thought I thought playing private games with five of us was fucking amazing. It was fucking hilarious. Um, it, like that's that is the game at its best, in my opinion, because just there's so so much more to be added to that game from being able to uh, chat with other people, mm-hmm. um, like to be able to communicate, adds so much, and it brings. So much to the experience uh, against the fucking killer, um, which I think is just awesome. So yeah. I think, I, like, I think it highlights that they made a huge mistake in not adding voice over IP uh, to the game natively. But uh, it also, yeah, it's just awesome to be able. Yeah, we're all sitting on Discord, and we'll just move the killer to a different channel, and uh, yeah, hmm. communicate, talk. You can hear when the killer's near me. Holy shit! We had we had one of Drew's mates come in to play because he had the game and it seemed convenient, and uh, it was the first time he'd ever played as the killer. Yeah, and he picked the wraith. And the trick of the wraith is the wraith rings a bell and goes invisible, like and predator, like the predator, like a and, predator cloak. Yeah, you <laughs> can still see him, but you can't hear the heartbeat until he's uncloaked. Yeah. And so, basically, uh, Drew's mate walks up to murder me uh, like I, I had no idea he was there because I was, I was busy doing a generator. Walks up to murder me and uh, I, I hear like a... Eh, eh. I'm like, what the fuck is that noise? And I turn around, and I see the shimmer, and I fucking screamed. I lost my fucking shit. Because he was, like, he was fucking invisible trying to stab me, but he couldn't do it. Because you can't stab unless you're visible again. Hmm. And so he's trying to work out why the fuck that's not working. And I'm like, eh, eh, what the fuck? Ah! And I fucking ran. I ran for my fucking life. But holy shit, I was so fucking scared. This was when we were very drunk as well. So yeah, yeah, this is the uh, the graphics card night. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, it's yeah. it's awesome. Like that, the game is at its best. Yeah, in that situation. But uh, I think there's so much wrong with it. Like I yeah, there's a lot wrong with it. It shouldn't have been released in this in the state that it was, and I, I, I'm shocked that it was. But to release without proper group functions to release without like all of the yeah like if you're in a game as a killer uh, as a survivor and you get hooked and you don't want to lose your rank or lose your item you just control or delete and kill the process mm-hmm. and you'll save all of your stuff yeah like what the fuck that's just ridiculous in my opinion yeah. Um, they, so the,
0: the, the big thing about that is um, uh, that's really only become a really big problem the last couple of days. Uh, well, I guess the game's only been out a week, but probably I'd say the last two days I've really seen a big issue with it. Um, mainly because the way the... I think what happened was when they were doing the initial uh, beta testing of the game, they probably didn't get to a point where this was an issue Yeah, because uh, it hadn't been tested enough. So that sort of stuff was was it seemed to be working and i i never had any problems at all uh to start with and i don't think anybody did it's just gotten to this point where it's gotten really bad uh but just to backpedal a bit um to the other point you made uh and then i'll go back to this one which was the uh the looking for group stuff like we we touched on this last week like i can understand them not putting in there to try and make it a bit more um fairly balanced on the like a uh, survivors versus a killer because having four people work against one can be a bit harder on yeah. the killer's part and i think that the solution of having a voice over ip in a in a, in a certain radius makes it yeah. a bit better or is it is a cool idea to kind of play with but then that also negates people from not using that and then going into just something like discord anyway yeah um, cuz it does it does mean like you know you, you can't communicate with each other you don't really know what the other person is doing if you see the killer on one side that's that's you know you're being chased by them then you can communicate to everybody else all right do generators do it now because yep. they they know you're being chased and if you can't communicate with them you don't really know what's happening you don't know where the killer is so yeah like i i get why it's not in there and i'm cool with that at this stage but Maybe in a friend system, it could be a different story. Maybe you can
1: have it as a custom option or something like that. It would be pretty cool. Um, I don't know. If, if we could, like, if we could have it, if we could use Mumble or something, a Mumble plugin or something, mm-hmm. to make it so we could only communicate in like proximity. Yeah. Then I'd use the fuck out of it. I would never use fucking. I'd never use Discord if the alternative to play that was there instead. Because holy shit, that'd be awesome. But, yeah, I just think too much is gained from the ability to communicate uh, to ignore it, you know? Yeah. Um, so, going back to your other, the other problem we're having, which is the
0: disconnects. Uh, so, within the game, there's a leveling up system or a ranking system. Uh, sorry, there's two different systems uh, that kind of work together. There's your, your like, ranking system where it goes from... So, you start at 20, uh, depending on how many points you get throughout the match, uh Depends on how much you rank up. So they, they work them in, like they call them pips. And um, each time you get a pip, you uh, a certain amount of them. Then you go down a rank. So you go from nineteen to eighteen to seventeen, and, and so on. Um, but you're also using your your points to unlock items and perks and and uh, abilities and all this other bullshit that's in the game. Mm. Um, which I didn't really have a problem with. People basically if people disconnect uh then they keep all their 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 items and you don't get anything uh i wasn't really big deal to me to begin with like the the first day i started seeing that but in saying that uh you get to a point in the game where uh it does start to actually affect what you can do because uh, i'm at level i think 10 or 11 at the moment on a killer uh, which takes a fucking really long time by the way like compared to the survivors it's a lot harder to, to get points. Um, cause for them, they're, it's super easy. You're, you know, you get points for healing, searching, uh, running away from the killer. You don't nearly get as much points for completing, uh, all the objectives. Like, taking out every single survivor is, you know, uh, doesn't get you nearly as much as what you can get as a, as a survivor, I don't think. Um, anyway, but. What 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 I've basically run into the last de- day or two is that the level I'm at at the moment, when you're unlocking items and abilities, um, it starts basically doing like this countdown system where uh, this black marker appears on the screen, and every time you do an unlock, it basically goes and uh, like the AI in the game is kind of removing another item within that web. So you make a choice of, all right, I'm going to pick this item, but then over on this side, it cancels this other item, so you can't get the, get that one anymore. Um, it basically negates you from from getting that, and that could be really good. It could be a good perk or something like that, or yeah, like a rare or a, a rare type of um, you know whatever they've got in the game, uh, and that's where it becomes a problem because now you're relying on people not to quit the game so that you can have enough points to unlock things but if people are quitting all the time each time you jump in there you not—you don't have enough points to, to unlock anything so you're losing uh, the ability to, to get items and then you're falling further and further behind each time um, mm-hmm. which, which really sucks because uh, some of that stuff is really important those, those perks and abilities to try and get through so I've stopped playing as a killer for the moment until they can fix that because it's just yeah it's not worth it anymore um they yep. got to a point yesterday where i played three games and out of the three games uh two back to back I had three disconnects in two of the games and then uh the last game i had one dude disconnect from me so a total of
1: seven people in three games disconnect which is fucking bonkers yeah, it's just bullshit. They don't. It, yeah, they don't even try to fucking punish disconnectors. But like, have you had a killer disconnect? Uh no, not yet. Because that's garbage as well. That's bullshit. Like that's just straight up game over. Like,
0: as um, I said, I'm only play. I've only played. I've probably played fifteen hours of the ki- like the killer.
1: Right. And I've only Wait. seen this happening the last day or two. Yeah, you just, you don't get anything. It's yeah. fucking bananas, man. Like, so if the killer knows you're going to escape, fuck it just yeah quits just quit and they don't they don't punish them at all and it's just fucking horseshit moment, man yeah it's such a bullshit way to fucking release like a release date for your fucking game uh it's just i yeah i get that they wouldn't experience that much in the beta but they should have had a more robust beta then you know
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah i agree or or i think they their lack of communication has also been really frustrating yeah. Uh, they finally put out a statement today saying, yeah, we're working on these updates and, and all this other stuff, but they didn't really address, like, the disconnect issue or that they were working on that. Um, I think if that is not fixed in the next patch, that's a huge problem. Like, a, a, a lot of people are complaining about it right now. And it's an extremely popular game. It sold, like, 300,000 copies in the first week. Mm. Something ridiculous. Um, and it's super popular on Twitch there's a lot of streamers playing it but I'm seeing a lot of backlash at the moment from the community about like this the disconnecting stuff it's just ruining the game the time being Uh, I I, after those three games last night I stopped playing with people that were of a certain rank (laughs) right like the moment someone jumped in that was anything less than like 15 on rank I would just just escape I wouldn't bother yeah because they yeah. were clearly going to be someone that would quit. All right. Uh, or maybe they're not, but... You probably. Know, but yeah. probably yeah, they were just quitting. Because um, yeah. the way that would work is if you quit every time you're going to lose, then you wouldn't lose any progress. But if you are managing to work your way through each game, then you're ranking up all the time. So there's something not right there. Um, whereas if I get a group and I've got four people in there to level 18, I'm like, all right, well, fair enough. I'm just going to... We're gonna stick with these guys because either they don't know um they either don't know like that, that exists or they're playing properly. And most of the time I can tell, like, because their their ranking is different to their level. So they might be ranked eighteen, but their level on their character might be twenty four. Which means yeah. they've played a lot of it, but they're not gaming it. Yeah. So I'll stick with those that group of four. And usually we'll have a good game. Like I haven't had anyone that's been a dick about it. Um, which has been a lot of fun like when it works it's fucking amazing um, it's just that these minor problems are, are causing a, a huge headache in the community and it's ruining the game at the moment yeah um, yeah the, the other thing they need to address is the uh, the juking on windows and that sort of stuff is a big problem um, which uh, I'm not too sure how they fix that
1: that, that's yeah a big issue. uh i think the best way to fix that so what what's happening is that uh is that players are exploiting the fact that the killer is slow to get past the uh past windows and certain barricades mm-hmm. and uh they're exploiting the, that fact and uh yeah i i mean i, I don't think it's I don't think it's a game breaker because I've never found like there are definitely there are definitely some window combinations that they can just infinitely dodge around. But yeah, there's usually there's every map has it. Yeah, uh, and you can usually find about four or five spots in a map to do it. But it's if, just a matter of getting there. <laughs> if if they're hanging out near those ma- uh, those points, then they're not doing generators. So it's not the worst thing in the world but it does need to be fixed Hmm. um and i think the best like option for fixing it in my opinion is to simply uh increase the range which a killer can grab interrupt someone getting over a ledge yeah
0: that's i don't know about that i I think why why not because there are still some situations where you have to um Th- there's a lot of room between you and like the next part to kind of run around, uh, like a lot of space in there. Um, I-, I think there needs to be something in terms of like a, I don't know, like a, a system, like a stamina system or something like that, where you can only jump over it a certain amount of times and then it gets to a point where either you can't do it or it takes you a lot longer to do it or something like that. Yeah. Um, because there there are situations where you, maybe you want to jump over a couple of times uh, to try and get backwards and forwards, but there are certain um, houses and whatnot where like you can see them through the the, um, the wood plankings, but you can't get to them in time, so they can kind of just sit there and keep going backwards and forwards. And the moment I see someone doing that and they know what they're doing, I just leave because yeah. I'm I'm playing as a hillbilly at the moment who is he has, he has a chainsaw. Yep. Um, so I can't counter that the only person that can counter the window hopping at the moment is the uh, the trapper so if you've got a, trap, yeah. a bear trap you can then run over that ledge and then put a bear trap down but there's nothing stopping that other guy from going to a different window somewhere else Yeah. Um, so you just get in this loop of alright do I chase the person that knows how to exploit uh, that knows how to window hop or do I just leave them and go find someone else? And the majority of the time I'll just be like, well, they've jumped backwards and forwards three or four times um, and I I, I can't... Ca-. Like some people I can catch, I, I'll catch them, but if I know there's no way I can catch this person, I'll just leave because clearly I'm just wasting my time. Yeah, um, There's no point being there. And also because of some of the perks that the survivors can have, can really... Um, they really need to be changed as well. Stuff like um, giving you the ability to sprint for like 3 or 5 seconds really quickly you know when you get hit as a survivor and yep. you get that really that, that burst of, uh, of speed yep. um, That's you can get that as a perk and it has like a 20 second cooldown so you can juke for 20 seconds and the moment that, that comes off cooldown just take off and yep. the killer will just not get to you at all Yeah. Um, so that needs to be tweaked but yeah, I don't, I don't know how they fix the window stuff. It, it, need, it i think it needs to be like a stamina system or something, or something like that. Uh, I don't think the increasing the range of where you can get them will fix it because there's too many. Uh, to me, the, the shelters that kind of just doesn't give you the opportunity to get to anyway. Where yeah, you can okay. just sit there and exploit it. Fair um, enough. And it doesn't make—it's not fun. Like it's supposed yeah. to be.
1: Well, it's, it's completely yeah counter to the the way the game is supposed to be. It's yeah. like the, the survivor should not be taunting the fucking um, killer, you know. There is there is a
0: score for it, like a scoring well, system. There's a um, there's a scoring system for that. For th- taunting, yeah, for taunting. It's it's some, being bold,
1: like oh, being yeah. in the yeah, area. No. Of the, but but that, that's that's just like there that has a limit to it like Mm -hmm. there's a degree to which you go too far with it like not too far but like there's a degree to which it has no more gains for you and yeah i don't know yeah yeah no i i um i don't know i'm curious to see what they
0: do to fix that sort of stuff but they need to get on it like asap the game's super super popular at the moment it's getting a lot of traction but um that's going to completely ruin the game. the The disconnect stuff, especially, is going to ruin it if they don't uh, jump on that in the next couple of days. I would say. Yeah,
1: yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, uh, it's like I can't play Killer anymore. That, it's gotten to that point where it's um, not because I don't want to, but because I can't. <laughs> like I'm losing out now. Yeah, um, and I don't know if it works similarly on the uh, Survivor side where that. Um, where that kind of mechanic comes into play, where it starts uh, crossing out certain items once you get to a point, but yeah, I would probably guess it will. Yeah, um, and i I haven't played enough Survivor to know whether or not there's a big issue on these uh, on the side of um, killers disconnecting, but mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet. Um, but yeah, like it's a really fun game. I'm freaking having so much fun with it. Yeah, uh, you know. 20 hours i've put into it um i i like but i can't recommend it at the moment because of the state it's in i I think people should wait and see if they fix this problem if they fix it then yes i think it's definitely a game uh people should check out uh it's it's quite cheap it's like 15 20 bucks yep um but it's like a week ago i would have said yeah instant buy but the last day or two, I, I would say hold off and wait and see how long it takes them to fix this, this issue. Once they fix it, you definitely check it out. I think it'll, um, yeah, there's a lot of fun to be had, especially uh, if they manage to get the group system in there, jump with some friends. Yep. Um, like, I wouldn't mind playing with you guys again. That That's cool. Yeah. Um, you know, that that's a lot of fun.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, Yeah. Everything like the game itself is really cool. It's the everything around the game that's kind of fucked. Hmm. Uh, I reviewed it for Gamespot. Oh, did you? Uh, Should be maybe up tomorrow. I don't know how long things go take to go up on Gamespot. Uh, I gave it a six, and it was really, really tough to score Mm -hmm. because in its current state, like it's hard for me to, to like decide whether the all the shit around it is so detrimental to it yeah. as to make it completely not worth playing. Like I'm 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 like you. I wouldn't recommend buying it in its current state. And yet the experience I've had with it hmm. are so spectacularly fantastic. Like the fucking it's it's such a brilliant uh, execution of competitive horror that I also, feel I'd feel bad not recommending it. Yeah, if they and, can and fix so, all that other
0: stuff, then it's it'll be amazing. But in its current right? state, it's got too many issues.
1: Yeah, and and so it's it's really it's a really really tough one to score because it's basically uh, wait until it gets fixed. Hmm. But at the same time, you like you don't get the luxury of saying that.
0: Yeah, yeah. in its state at the moment, like it's de- definitely got problems, um, but we can see around those problems. Yeah. And we can
1: see there's a good game there. <laughs> yeah. And there yeah, there definitely is a good game there. And like it's it's more than it's more than just the fact that like the core concept of the game is really good. It also really understands horror. It understands horror in a way that like I went and saw the fucking The Conjuring 2 <laughs> and I was annoyed, right? Like I told you guys about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was I was annoyed at the, the fucking movie because it was like at its at its scariest it was just a jump scare there i didn't feel tension or anything like that i just felt fucking bored waiting for the next fucking jump scare and yet this dead by daylight has tension going for it fucking gangbusters it's it's all all tension it's almost like that one experience where the fucking the invisible wraith was standing behind me going "Uh, uh," like that was a complete anomaly like that that wasn't supposed to happen but it fucking like it was perfect uh but it barely ever happens most of the fucking scares in it are completely like justified they build like the way the heartbeat sort of builds and builds and the noise builds and builds and like it builds to a crescendo that ends it pays off in actual scares And that's how horror should be. That's how horror at its best is, like, in The Thing and and, uh, Alien. Uh, Like, the best horror films all build and build and build and then scare. And, like, it's not – you don't have to rely on surprise or shock to scare someone. But too often, it's a shortcut that games and movies use to, yeah, sort of shortcut their way to horror. And it's bullshit, in my opinion. Like, it's, it's garbage. I hate fucking jump scares. As much as they scare the shit out of me. And, like, I'm fully... I'm the first person to admit to the fact that... Scare, like, jump scares scare the fuck out of me. And scary games scare the balls out of me. But I, I'm still, like... I'm not a fan of lazy scares. You know? And this has no lazy scares. It so fundamentally understands horror... And it does it, like, creates a competitive horror game. Yeah. But, yeah, so much about this game is fucky. Uh, it's, mm. it's so, so subpar. Yeah. But, yeah, it's really hard to... I Yeah, I don't know, man. So, it was a hard one to score. Really hard to score. Um, but, yeah, I was going to give it a 7.2. Okay. <laughs> because I, I know people like my uh, 7.1 score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I thought that might uh, get some hate on the internet. No, uh, no, but yeah, so I, I've, I've landed on a six, but I guess I'll have to like wait for GameSpot's editors to come back to me about what they think, hmm. uh, on on that score. If it reads, if the review reads like a six,
0: yeah, maybe a patch drops tomorrow <laughs> <That> <laughs> just after
1: you screw me, uh, yeah. But yeah, oh.
0: yeah but like I, I've re- really enjoyed um, sort of changing up my play style as well uh, I've been playing so yeah so the hillbilly uh, and he yeah. has a chainsaw which you um, have as a secondary attack um, so his primary attack is just he swings and hits him with like a mallet yeah. um, but his secondary attack is his chainsaw which he revs up and after revving it up for a couple of seconds and he runs into like this frenzy uh, so Basically, he sprints with his chainsaw out, and you keep going until you hit something either a wall or a person or an object. Uh, so, I like being at the other side of the map and just firing that up and heading towards a generator off in the distance. Um, and then you seeing three people just sprint out of like this generator they've been working on, and sometimes yeah. you'll just catch somebody. And that that's an amazing feeling where you start off at one side of the map, get to the other in one sprint, and manage to work your way into the back of somebody's you know neck, uh, yep. and they just instantly drop to the ground because it's a one one hit uh, kill basically. Uh, and then I like you know I've been experimenting with things like either just leaving them on the ground and baiting out other people, or um, or like picking them up and, and putting them on a, a I've basically got my my perks up to where they they really can't they have a really tough time wriggling out of my my grip now. Um, so I'll take them off to my dungeon uh, <laughs> and put them on a hook in there and kind of bait out other people or just kind of go hunting. And the moment I see them get off of the the hook, then I know that there's someone else with them. So I'll, I'll run back in and now I've got two guys uh, ready to be destroyed. Um, so, yeah, just kind of finding different ways to play the game and not necessarily just hooking somebody and just standing there waiting for them to to just die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, being mischievous and hiding in a bush around the corner and waiting for someone else to come and pick them up. And, yeah, yep. it's kind of cool playing different ways. But I haven't played any Wraith. I just don't... I don't see... Uh, yeah, I don't really see myself playing that one much. The, feel? Yeah. yeah, the, the Trapper... Um, Seems like a cool way of getting around uh you know, the juking stuff, but I don't really wanna set up bear traps. It's I'd rather just be aggressive. Yep. And the Hillbilly seems like the most aggressive one in there. Um yep. so yeah, I'm having fun with that one. But yeah, for all its for all its faults, like it's still a good game, but they've gotta try and get these fixes in as soon as possible. And I'm hoping it's this weekend. <laughs> yeah um it's what there's probably two days left i think it's a european studio right or something like that
1: i think so yeah they're it's- published by starberries so mm. yeah so
0: my guessing would be they've got two more days until the weekend over there so hopefully something before then fingers crossed uh yeah but that's uh dead by daylight good fun yep. good fun mm. yeah cool that's it for what we've been playing. Uh, there's no news because E3 was last week. Um, Dead by Daylight sold a lot, <laughs> I guess.
1: Yeah. It's a good time to
0: release a game right now. The
1: game got banned in Australia. Yeah, refused classification. Yeah. It's called Q or MyQ maybe. I don't know. I don't know how it's pronounced, but uh, it was ban- It was refused classification uh, because it's-, it's a game on the Vita, and uh, there's one character called Connie mm-hmm. who is depicted as childlike, especially in comparison to the other ladies of the game. And uh, although they don't specifically determine anyone's age uh, because she is physically underdeveloped uh, and shorter than the other characters, uh, it's they, they determine that to be... Um, Yes, uh, under the age of 18. And the game features a uh, feature or has a feature on the Vita where you can um, touch the touch screen to to fondle their boobs. And, uh, yeah, they're like, well, uh, you can't have a game where you fill up an underage woman. So it's refused classification. Pretty hilarious, to be honest. Uh, I can't imagine wanting to play this game. <laughs> uh, I don't really know anything about it, though. All I know is what it was banned for, and that's pretty much enough for me to know that it's not really a game for me. But, uh, yeah, I it's interesting that it's it only rated T for Teen in uh, the States. So uh, it's like basically it's pg Everywhere else in the world, and it's RC in Australia, which is pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Pretty odd. hmm Yeah, strange one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Should we do some know. emails? Let's do some emails. You got the emails up? No, do you? No, but I can. You should I do that. Let's go get my phone. My phone. I'll be right back. All right. Fill the dead air, Luke.
0: I'll fill dead air. Uh, the GA podcast at gmail.com. That's where you can email us uh, if you'd like to talk about things, whether it's video game related. Uh, story. If you've got a story you want to tell us that could be video game related, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the things that are coming in are about E3, because that would be um, something we asked about last week. Sorry what Are that. you speculating about what emails are? Yeah, E3 emails, because we asked for people to email us about that. It's true.
1: Let's have a look. Are they emails about about Job, maybe? Maybe. Uh, Game hugs and assorted thoughts and questions. Ian writes in. Hello, gaping gapsters. First of all, like Game of Thrones, what's the unspoken lyrics for the podcast opening? I think you mean like Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, I have my own hums and sounds, but seeing as the gap is full of bastards and schemes... I just presumed it would have lyrics attached to its theme music. Does Do we have any lyrics, do you think? No. <laughs> do, 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 do. no. There weren't any
0: lyrics when I made it. Was just, I it's just true, but you make up a, your own
1: lyrics. I got on, focus. a bunch of shit in there and just mashed it. True. It just, you nailed it the first time, <laughs> though, so that's pretty impressive.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, I think I've lost the uh, actual file.
1: Oh, shit. So... We just chop it off at the start of the podcast every time we need it. <laughs> yeah. It's like no, no. when you I've got that. save a JPEG. Oh, what did you what did you find? Oh, you lost the file that you used to create it. In yeah, I don't think I've got 2000, that. Music two thousand, I assume.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd have to have a look. Right. Um, but I'm pretty sure I don't
1: have it anymore. Bummer. There goes there goes some fucking video game history, motherfucker. You've really screwed the pooch on that one. Mm. Um. Firstly, I listened to Joby's Game Hugs discussion with Yug and found it refreshingly candid. I only listened to his and Junglist's discussions and Ray Johnston's Out of Curiosity but really only consider Job and Jung people I should listen to in terms of critical thought and opinion. It was a great insight into your life and career, Joby and I'm glad you felt comfortable discussing it. Although I was, I was drunk, so that helps. Mm. Um, I personally think you're only a controversial figure because you have integrity in what you write. Anything that's not your honest opinion on a game, good or bad, essentially falls into the realm of endorsement for me, and I feel that that's how the vast majority of internet and TV game co- coverage is. For example, I don't have any personal issues with either Bajo or Hex from good game. I mention them because they're higher profile than most. But I have more time for them when they're not representing the show, as I feel they often have to say what's given to them as presenters, given their time constraints producing a TV show. While I acknowledge that the community game industry is a consumerist one, I don't feel games should be given a pass because of that. And the industry standard of rating games, an average score of seven is far is fair to the publishers. And I don't think that the industry standard of rating games, an average score of seven is fair to the publishers or the consumers. Yourself and Junglist are in a small but intelligently vocal minority of actual critical thinkers. And I wanted to thank you both for that cheers dude um, yeah I've always considered oh, I didn't talk about Jung like, I talked about Jung very briefly in the Gang Hunks podcast but I didn't really talk about how uh, critical it was Like the I, I said the reason I got him on board was because I knew it was like his video show was going to go really well but I, I didn't mention that I also thought that he was actually uh, super uh, important as a critical thinker about video games. I thought it was super important to have him on board at Game Arena because it added to the legitimacy uh, that I thought we were already building as a reviews platform uh, based on the fact that I specifically went after really good reviewers to review for Game Arena. It was like, if you think of it like a a team, then I wanted Jung on the team because he was – so good at his last one and i felt that he could only improve everyone that works around him um for a while i thought he was the best gamer here in the world Hmm. eventually i obviously came to the conclusion that i am the best game reviewer in the world but for a while Hmm. uh he's close hey yeah he's close he's close second uh the podcast on game hugs you mentioned I, I mentioned, yeah, I mentioned, you mentioned you never get feedback about the actual podcast. I think the change to Skype has been somewhat successful, but the audio quality does vary depending on who's participating. Yeah, we can always hear it, right, Luke? We can always, I can always tell when it's going to be bad quality from someone else. Yeah. It bugs the shit out of me. Oh my God. I've made, I made Nathan get a better microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. seriously and he's he's got cable now so he's actually able to operate at a higher uh, upload at a higher bit rate so he's mm. no longer uh he's not as robusty as he used to be but fucking hell yeah it, it used to be pretty rough having him on sometimes
0: the other thing is because we um we go on for so long uh i i down down-sample the bit rate. i think we're on like 92k um, right that makes the podcast about. 150 to
1: 200 meg.
0: Ah, uh, okay. So the moment I up that, we end up with like a 300 meg podcast. Right. <laughs> and I, I'm, yeah, okay. Fair enough. I don't know. I don't know if people are, are into that.
1: or <laughs> not. Yeah. Yeah. Especially no, I, no, longer I, I think ones. you're making the right decision, but, uh, yeah, maybe one day we can work out some way to have like a high quality version of the podcast or something, uh, for people who want that. Yeah. Uh, seeing how we've got fucking ball of fucking internet connections. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd no, also like just stream
0: to stream it. Let's <laughs> just stream and have it saved sure. on there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd also like to see a bit more of a round robin format where people offer an opinion, even if it's a small one. So we're not getting the same voices. It just freshens up the podcast to me when you have disagreeing opinions or new voices we haven't heard before. I would love that. That sounds like a, a like a really good idea. I'd love to do something like that, even if we didn't get them on for the full five hours. Not nah, all is it or nothing.
0: I can't are fucked. Sorry, Ian. Uh, yeah, well, no, we need to get... I think I need to start looking at getting more people on again. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, we'll look into especially it.
0: Especially considering now we're doing it on Skype. Yeah. Uh, there That's shouldn't it. be any excuse. Like, if we could get people to travel before... Yeah. Then, yeah,
1: then we can definitely get people to fucking log on on Skype, right? Very true. Um, okay. And a question. Yes, I have that. And a set of Ginzu knives in this email for you. The question is... Considering that you review a lot of games and would probably routinely uninstall many, what games remain that you constantly go back to? For myself, it remains Skyrim as I nearly always seem to find a mod or content that I haven't previously discovered. Fallout always feels a bit too linear for me and guides me in ways that I don't always enjoy. Keep casting and thanks for all the fish. So Luke, what what do you keep going back to? Six C drive? Is this a a joke? This question? (laughs)
0: Uh, oh, it's Dota, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been—I guess I've been playing Dota
1: since what, 2012? Now, it's easy to forget that you play Dota more than any normal person should because we don't let you talk about it. Yeah, except when something <laughs> big happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the mo- like for me, you know, there's there's definitely you got to have a game that you can use as like a fucking a, decompression tank or something in my opinion like dota if, if i could find a, my dota i i would get so fucking boring i think but it'd be fantastic for me yeah. and instead i keep having to find the next uh substitute so it'll be like uh it'll be something for all, a little while and then i'll switch and i'll go to rainbow six siege and then i'll go to overwatch for a little while and i'll like get bored or not bored but just Unable to bring myself to play it anymore, and I'll move on to something else like Battlefield. I'll go back to Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, I don't think Siege will be uninstalled from my computer for a long time. Um, Battlefield Four has been on, uh, has been installed on my PC for ages. But you haven't played it as much. But I haven't played it anywhere near as much. Um, I'm excited to play it on my 1070 I want to see what that's like but uh, there are a lot of games that I have installed that I have installed sort of like, like safeties like just, just in case I wind up like I've got Grand Theft Auto V installed on my SSD that I could probably get rid of but every time I go to make room on an SSD I'll leave that I'll be like uh, nah, I'll probably come back to that and I, I will wait Um, because I love I love just fucking around in in Grand Theft Auto you know Insurgency uh, and uh, Just Cause 3 are uh, are other ones that are similarly installed just sort of out of safety just to keep me yeah going just in case but yeah yeah good question
0: Uh, yeah I think for me um, yeah Siege is definitely the only one that kind of sticks out that's
1: what we're going on eight months eight months yeah yeah pretty much yeah see yeah they did something special with Siege um I was talking to Elliot's uh Muselk. he's a Team Fortress 2 slash Overwatch YouTuber Mm -hmm. uh the other day about um skill ceilings and uh he doesn't have any and how he doesn't he fundamentally misunderstands the concept um he uh he was saying that he thinks overwatch has as high a skill ceiling as any game which uh is literally ridiculous and like specifically misunderstands what a skill ceiling is but i i listed i rattled off a, a bunch of games that i think like i think a lot of games have a higher skill ceiling than overwatch but i think like i rattled off a bunch of games that i think have the highest skill ceilings of any games like quake 3 unreal tournament uh and tribes and tribes too like those are games where the ability to play it very 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 well puts you at such such a different skill level uh that you are basically untouchable like comparatively untouchable uh, and that 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 doesn't exist in my opinion in um in Like, Overwatch, like there are very, very, very good players of Overwatch. Like, a very good Genji player is able to completely wipe a team on their own. But that occurs in lots of games. In Elliot's opinion, it seems, as we talked, uh, I don't want to misrepresent what he said, but as we discussed the thing over Twitter, it seemed like, in his opinion, Dota and LOL have the same skill ceiling. Which is patently ridiculous, in my opinion, because Dota obviously has a higher skill ceiling. Obviously has a higher skill ceiling. And, like, the results of... Like, what that feeds into as a result is, for those who understand it, is a much more rewarding experience, both as a viewer and as a player. But uh, it's just one of those situations where, like... I don't know. I don't. I don't understand how you, you can make that mistake. The point I was making was that we're talking about. I, I was going to make a point about how Rainbow Six uh, and Counter Strike, because he brought up Counter Strike as something he thinks has a very high skill ceiling. But at the end of the day, the skill ceiling for Counter Strike is all mechanical. It's all the ability to pinpoint aim, mm-hmm. and the difference. I, I think that's why Rainbow Six Siege is so fucking like uh such a revelation to me because uh siege builds on elements of counter strike in a way that transforms counter-strike into something so much greater like it takes the information war was always such a huge factor in counter-strike but the reality was like in 1.6 like fuck CS:GO isn't it doesn't even have as high skill ceiling as fucking cs 1.6 or cs 1.4 that i grew up playing competitively right like the difference between those two fucking games is crazy because you could bunny hop in the early cs games and that was such a fucking huge differentiator like the ability to bunny hop was literally the difference between like winning and losing in a lot of games especially on dust if you could bunny hop on dust get the fuck out of here you won every single your team won every single time because you would be where they couldn't be you would be there before they could be there And so you would always get the drop on them and getting the drop on people when physical, uh, when, when physical skill is the key differentiator is so critical. But uh, yeah, the information war is evolved with Rainbow Six Siege because, you know, you, you can destroy environments. You can destroy walls. You can use that destruction to give you more information. You've got all these other tools to give you information. And it's such a fucking fascinating thing. That's, Yeah, that's what I love about Siege. I just, I don't know. I keep gushing about it. I think it's brilliant. Anyway, uh, Toby writes, Tobian writes in, Tobian Serpent writes in, uh, podcast. Great title. Uh, <laughs> correct. Yes, it is a podcast. Yes. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, great work making it through this many podcasts. I'm surprised you don't hate each other by now. We do. You should have seen what he was writing to me on Facebook today. It was fucking disgusting. He's like, oh, look at how much better at siege I am than you, you're so shit at games. It's fucking employed." Like, I play for the victory of the team, motherfucker. God. Um, Two things to say for uh, today. Firstly, for Luke, I'd like a quick weigh-in on the armlet changes in Dota. Because from my experience, it's OP and is swinging bands in almost every game to armlet-carrying heroes. <laughs> well, you're going to talk about this, Luke, because I've got fucking no idea. <laughs> I'm just quickly quickly. They changed the armlet? <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Um, I, I, I believe they changed it... Um, couple weeks back like in the 6.8 whatever it was update 6.86
1: the manila major one or the one sure
0: I, i thought it was the one before the manila major um okay basically i think there was an issue with it where um uh what happens is when you toggle it it changes the amount of strength you've got um so it gives you more strength um but also it starts decreasing your hp um, so you get a burst of all this health all of a sudden, but then it starts removing itself. So um, I, you've probably seen it a couple of times, usually on uh, strength carry heroes, I'll put it on. Uh, and it gives you a, a boost in attack speed and armor. Um, and generally you want to pair that with an item that gives you life still so that you can activate this. You get a bonus in uh, in HP, attack speed, and, um, and also, hopefully by that stage, every time you attack, you'll be granting more, uh, health than you'll be losing. Um, that's usually the, the reason behind getting that. Uh, and I think what was happening previously was, um, what, what this actual item allows you to do is toggle it. So you can have, you can just be about to die, uh, toggle it on, and then all of a sudden you've got a bunch of health that you didn't have and then toggle it off again and all that health will be drained, but you've you've stopped the person from killing you. So you can kind of toggle it between their attacks and you won't die. Um, and I I guess that's what he's talking about. There was a patch before uh, the Manila, Manila Major, which, which made it um, a bit harder to toggle from what I, I remember. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. There's a... It's a hard way to kind of counter that thing. They tried to do it a while back, where it had a cooldown of a certain amount of time when you can toggle it, but that caused too many issues of people not using it and all sorts of weird things. Um, I don't know. I think I think where it's at at the moment is probably a good a good spot for the time being. Of just kind of, it's like a skill a skill check. Um, which we've seen a lot of in Dead by Daylight. Like, if you can get it on that sweet spot, then it's super helpful. But otherwise, you know, you can just kill
1: yourself by using it wrongly. Right. Um, I I definitely remember them talking about someone needing to toggle the armlet well or something like that during the Minor Major. Yeah, it was definitely a topic of conversation. But yeah, okay, I found the
0: change here. Yeah, so what they did in the last patch was
1: they increased the
0: recipe cost by fifty gold. Um, They increased the health cost. Okay, so from forty to forty-five. So that means that um, it drains quicker, Um, and they reduced the armor bonus on it. So they've been trying to nerf it. It looks like for the last couple of patches right um but it seems to be something that um a lot of strength heroes are picking up quite early on but um yeah I don't know I don't see too much of a big issue at, at the time being it's it's more of an escape mechanism than anything at the to- at the moment I don't know I haven't I haven't followed too much of the uh competitions the last couple of days they're doing the Ti open qualifiers, so yeah, I don't know what it looks like. I I just haven't had time to watch it. And ESL one was over the weekend as well. Right, I completely missed that because uh, I think we were getting drunk. Yep. uh, And then I played a bunch of Dead by Daylight, and I went to the movies. So like, I just I have not been uh, up to date with any of that sort of stuff.
1: Did you see that? uh, Eg didn't even make regional qualifiers.
0: Yeah, neither did Team Secret. Team Secret, yeah. But they actually got through today. Secret? Yeah, they managed to get through.
1: Yeah, just surprising. No not American teams, no US teams made, yeah. the, reach, uh, made the invites. Yeah, I and guess Na- that's fair enough. Na'Vi got invited, but Fnatic didn't, even though Fnatic has a better win record at, at the majors than, Fnatic, uh, than Na'Vi. I thought that was weird, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Um, Yeah,
0: I don't know. There are some good choices in there, and there isn't. Anyway, uh, that that definitely didn't answer the question that Tobias wanted. But (laughs) I haven't. I haven't been keeping up too much to
1: date with the changes. Good one. Uh, Secondly, a game to try. Excuse me if you have already and talked about it. Is Subnautica? It's an open world sandbox survival game set in the ocean. This is the one made by the Natural Selection Two team. Um, Okay. Yeah, it looks fucking awesome. Uh, I've been wanting to try it for ages, and it's on my wish list on Steam. So I'll probably pick it up if it goes on sale Mm -hmm. uh, during the Steam sales when I'm also picking up Company of Heroes 2. Yeah, it looks fantastic. You know, like, I love fucking underwater games, and uh, this one looks spectacular. So your ship crashes on an alien planet, and you need to survive and create blah, blah, blah. Point of difference is that you spend the entire game swimming through the ocean with a day-night cycle. I think you'd like it, it's beautiful, and as a plus, it has provided the most scares out of any video game I've played in ages. It doesn't hold your hand at all, in fact, I've had to spend considerable time on the wiki to work out the best plan of attack. It's in early access, but don't hold that against it, and for $20 it's a steal, especially as it has Oculus support, which would be terrifying. Uh, excuse, excuse grammatical errors, I'm writing from my phone, and if you have played it, please talk about it again, as I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Email over. Keep up the good work, T. Um, yeah, so I'm very, very, very keen to play it because, uh, yeah, it's what, right in my wheelhouse. Um, but, yeah, I haven't gotten around to it yet, and I, I think it would be fucking spectacular with Oculus. I know Alyssa Harris it, has been playing it on her DK 2 um, and she reckons it's fucking amazing. So uh, I might see if I can make up some excuse to go visit and play it. That'd be pretty cool hmm. um, but yeah otherwise I'll just pick it up on Steam when I get a, sh- a shot an opportunity because yeah something I've wanted to play for ages uh, I'm like super keen on everything that the actual selection guys do. Uh, I think they have such a re- like really cool approach to development and uh, yeah so yeah I will definitely check it out thanks for the email mr Serpent, yeah. and yeah cool that's we don't have any more emails but that was the emails send us an email the podcast at gmail.com yes you know we love emails uh and i guess we're gonna wrap it up we didn't go that short i thought we'd go shorter i'm glad we didn't as usual as, we'll be as usual. Yeah, on forever. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, you can email us at the GAPodcast
0: at gmail.com if you want. Um, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash the GAPodcast. Uh, we're on iTunes, Android, and the Windows Store under the Gap or the GA Podcast. You can search for us on there. Uh, rate and review us as well. It helps other people find the show. And it lets us know that you're listening and liking it. Totes. Uh, we're on Twitter as well at twitter.com slash the GAPodcast. And we have a website at the ga dot com which you can visit
1: totes and goats, yep
0: otherwise uh Jerb, have you got anything happening this week on the yeah other than go
1: check out redbull.com dot com slash games whatever the fuck the site is yeah. uh wow. and i've got a uh, in depth look at the overwatch competitive uh match well ranked tool rather. And also, yeah, check out GameSpot where my first uh, GameSpot review will go up for Dead by Daylight. Maybe. You can see uh, it should be up. Uh, I think it'll be up. Um, Yeah, that should be cool. And yeah, that's about it. What about you? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nice.
0: (laughs) Uh, Twitter.com slash Luke Laurie L-A-W-R-I-E, where you can find me.
1: And I'm Joby Jojo. Yeah. I changed my name again. I'm now Joe by Daylight.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Yep. No longer Joba to Manila Major.
0: Yep. Um, what I will say is, if you do add me on Steam, mm. don't have a fucking pro- private account, because I won't accept you. Simple.
1: Okay, fair enough.
0: I get a lot of people adding me on Steam and some...
1: Oh, and you figure they're trying to steal your fucking TF2 hats.
0: Yeah, a lot of them are Gap people. Yep. And then the other half are people wanting TF2 hats. Right. Um, I don't know. But, like, usually it's just them guessing because I- I've got a private account. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but if you have a private account and you try and add me, like, either tell us, either message me on Twitter or message us on the Facebook page, like, or email us. Like, let me know that you're yep. adding me so that I can accept you. Otherwise, Good I'm just going to keep declining because <laughs> declining, I don't know who you are. Um. Yeah, I don't like spam. So. Yep. Please tell me Anyway, that's it for this week Um, I don't know what we'll talk about next week Probably more Dead by Daylight Um, Otherwise, I don't know what else is out, right?
1: True, well Steam sales might result in something Yeah, I guess so That's supposed to start this weekend, right? Tomorrow Tomorrow, yeah So there you go
0: Get your wallet ready Yeah, it's ready It is ready It is Cool Uh, Independence Day is also out now have
1: you got movie yeah. no. I went and saw um, I went and saw Swiss Army Man okay that's uh, that's good Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe yeah uh, it's surprisingly endearing as I said on Twitter it's uh, surprisingly endearing for a movie where Daniel Radcliffe is used as a fart powered jet ski
0: okay
1: nice I, I won't say anything else so that you continue to not know anything about it definitely worth watching yeah uh, yeah I really I I enjoyed it it was yeah I saw Now You See Me too. oh bummer (laughs) (laughs) fucking Luke Lancaster was like yeah it's pretty good oh yeah what what a bastard he got me again he got you again (laughs) classic Luke A yeah he tricked you again uh yeah
0: cool All that's it Drawful 2's out Drawful 2's out yeah
1: it's got different colours oh brilliant you'll still draw everything with a hat
0: Yeah, they're different colored hats
1: now. Brilliant. Genius. Fantastic. All right. See ya. Cool. Bye.